now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do just about every week. Every week. Driving around in our motorhome and find the music just laying around all over the place. And it is laying around all over it's the place. everywhere. Yeah, we have to be careful driving down the road because we run over we them We run over then. it and we find it in ditches and stuff. And we do. I found it in the men's room out, out at the rest area last week. Yeah, I hope you sanitized it. I did. Yeah. Clorox. Otherwise, it would be a dirty song. <laughs> it would be a dirty song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, people ask us, they say... Derriere's exactly what is Americana music, and that's a fair question that we do our best to answer honestly. Yes, you know. Well, everybody has an opinion. That's right, and we have ours, and and a definition, and we have ours. We have ours, and that is it's music with distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, it's a pretty broad palette. Oh, it it could be all kinds of things. It can be, and it is. It could, you know, it could be grunge. It could be grunge. Is that a fact? <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be blues. It could be salsa. It could be rock and roll. And chips. <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding about that. <laughs> it could be barbershop. Hey, it could be barbershop. Yeah, it could. It could be honky tonk. It could even be Gregorian chants. It could it really? It could. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to Trust hear that. Me, you may not hear it this show, but you just anticipate that. I can't wait. Okay. And of course, it could be our favorite. Boogaloo. Boogaloo! It is what we say it is. Yeah. That's so, right. And the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each, each week with a virtual fistful of tunes. And we do not discuss it in advance. We do not. And right. we parse them out one at a time. And we take turns starting the show. And I started last week, Leo. So that, That's correct. So you're up. You know, I, I, I occasionally dip my big toe into the outlaw country uh, thing uh, more than occasionally, yeah, more than occasionally, it's good. I, I like can't it. help myself. I, I like that stuff. I know you do. That's good. Uh, there's this guy named David Allen Coe. Oh yeah. All right. He was born in uh, September of 1939 in Akron, Ohio. And the funny thing about David Allen Coe as an outlaw guy, because he was one of the original outlaw guys, he's almost too outlaw for the rest of the outlaw guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's saying something. Oh, seriously, man. I mean, this guy, uh, he spent a considerable amount of time in prison. Yeah. Okay. It happens. Uh, off and on, he did. Uh, he uh, he spent. It says he spent um, much of his early life in refor- reform schools and prisons, and first became notable for busking in Nashville. Okay. Right. And uh, what he did, he would initially played uh, in the blues style, but um, his uh, his favorite favorite singer as a child was a guy named Johnny Ace, and that kind of led me another down another rabbit hole, which I'm going to revisit a little later. That sounds interesting. It, it's it's pretty cool actually. Uh, but anyway, um, he spent some time uh, at the Star Commonwealth for Boys Reform School at the age of nine. <laughs> and, and he spent much of the next 20 years in correctional facilities, including three years at the Ohio Penitentiary. And uh, he claimed that he received encouragement to begin writing songs from Screamin' Jay Hawkins, with whom he had spent time oh, in prison. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, after he got out, uh, got out of another prison term, 
1967, and he embarked on a music career in Nashville. And his, this is how he got started, man. He was living in a hearse, which he parked out in front of the Ryman Auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> and he would he would sit out there and play, and he got somebody noticed him and said, well, "Hey, son, let's get you in the studio and do this right." So that's really how he got started. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, his second album, uh, "Once Upon a Rhyme," uh, had one of his biggest hits, and that was "You Never Even Called Me by, by My Name." Oh, sure. And there's a great backstory out that was written by Stephen Goodman and uh, John Prine. All right. All right. He didn't author that one. Uh, but he had the definitive version of it. Well, after, and the story about that is that he was corresponding with Steve Goodman uh, about the song. And Steve said, it's the perfect country song. And he writes back and says, no, it isn't. You, you, forgot, <laughs> you forgot some stuff, you know. He didn't mention mama or prison, you know, or whatever. Right. And so uh, on this version of the song that I'm going to play, he does his soliloquy. Okay. Where he does the song and then he goes back and, and tells the story. So let's just listen to this from, uh, from uh, uh, our boy from Akron, Ohio, uh, David Allen Coe, singing You Never Even Called By My Name. It was recorded in 1975. Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Seems so useless to remain But you don't have to call me darling Darling You never even call me by my name You don't have Call me Waylon Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore Even though you're on my fight and side phone book and I've seen it all signs were And I never minded 
friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote that song, and he told me it was the perfect country and western song. I wrote him back a letter and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song. And I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. But before station in the pickup truck She got round over by a damned old train And I'll hang around as long as you will let me And I never mind standing in the rain See, that's classic right there. Oh, yeah. That's classic. That's a good one, Leo. All right, Raj. Well, we're started now. Where are we going? Uh, I got a message from our buddy, Jason. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Man, he never disappoints. No, he doesn't. He's got such a great, eclectic taste in music. And he sent me this uh, album cover of a guy named Joel Zoss. Okay. And he says, you know about this guy? He recorded too long at the fair before Bonnie Raitt. Oh, Really? Well, he's actually the guy that wrote it. Okay. And uh, he was born in 1944 in uh, Easton, Pennsylvania. Really an interesting dude. He, um, he performed and uh, uh, opened shows for B.B. King, Etta James, performed and recorded with Taj Mahal, James Taylor, Paul Butterfield, and Helen Wolf. Wow. Uh, but he's a real um, folky bluesy kind mm-hmm. of guy, right? So um, he, but not only does he do music, but he uh, has authored uh, uh, or co-authored over 25 books. Good Lord. So, you know, he kind of never really figured out where he wanted to be, you know. (laughs) Um, But anyway, the story behind it, I I found uh, this thing about it. It said early in the 70s, he was uh, performing at the Passim Club, which they also called Club 47 in Cambridge. And while he was on stage, Bonnie Raitt's manager, Dick Waterman, was in the club trying to get a booking for Bonnie. Okay. And um, uh, while he was sitting there, um, he heard uh, Joel Zoss sing the song, Too Late at the Fair. And uh, so during break, he introduced himself and asked for a tape of the song to play for Bonnie because she was about to record her second album for Warner Brothers. 
And uh, so he, she recorded two of his songs, Too Long at the Fair, and I Gave My Love a Candle. Huh. Um, but uh, so he, uh, it, it was recorded on his first album, which was um, recorded in 1974 for Arista Records, and it's still available as an import from Japan. And I found it on Amazon for $65. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like... We can't afford to do this, yeah, man. I, I don't think I can. At least, wow. you know, uh, but... It, it uh, led me into searching, uh, and I found a recording that he did. It was live on Blues Radio International uh, on October 20th, 2016. Just him and a bassist um, in the studio. Mm-hmm. And it's a live recording of him doing the song. And so I thought it might be fun Uh-oh. Um, to do a little Uh-oh. mix-up. You're going to mix-up. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, I thought I, I thought it would be great to have his original, but it's also kind of cool to see how the song evolved for him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so I put it together, um, Joel Zoss doing the song he wrote, Too Long at the Fair, and then Bonnie Raitt's um, pop hit, oh, cool. the hit All right. she did of it in 1972. Okay. So let's give it a listen. Jesus cried and wept and died I guess you went up to heaven I've been downtown such a long, long time I'll never make it home by seven Won't you come and take me home? I've been too long at the fair I just can't stand it anymore Down to Jason's Walked till my feet got sore But I never knew what laughing was Till you walked out the door Won't you come and take me home I've been too long at the fair Lord, I just can't stand it anymore soul to Abraham and give my soul to Saul and give my bones to Canada my teeth they don't hurt at all I don't know who made the highway I guess that's just my pride but I That's 
That's really interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's a great mix-up. Well, uh, and Jason, thanks, man, for that lead. Uh, we are not done with this guy. Okay. Uh, he's super cool, man. I'm kind of a, kind of enamored with him a little bit. So we're going to listen to some of his stuff. All right. Can't wait to hear it. Okay, Leo, what's next? A guy named John Marshall Alexander Jr. Okay. Uh, otherwise known. Now, who did I just talk about a little while ago? David, David Allen Coe? Right. And who did I say his favorite singer was? Uh, Ace somebody? Yeah, Johnny Ace. Okay. Well, this is Johnny Ace. Oh, really? Yeah. He was, in, uh, he was born in 1929. He died, uh, died tragically in, in 1954 of an accidental self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oops. Yeah. I mean, he was just a young man. And he had it all going for him, too, you know? Wow. Uh, but he had a whole string of singles in the mid-1950s. Uh, he was born in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, he grew up near uh, Lemoyne Queen College, but he dropped out of high school to join the United States Navy, uh, from which he was frequently AWOL. <laughs> he wasn't ex- exactly another oops. Another oops. He wasn't exactly a, a model uh, soldier or anything. Uh, anyway, so the guy, um, there was a he grew up, joined basically a, a local network of musicians in Memphis, and there was kind of a, listen, a loose knit group, and they became known as the Beale Street Boys. You know, just performing on Beale Street all the time in Memphis. Okay. Anyway, um, the, the, the name kind of is interesting because uh, the uh, this guy at uh, David Mathis was his name, and he claimed that he gave Alexander the stage name of Johnny Ace, Johnny for Johnny Ray, and Ace for the Four Aces. Oh, wow. Now, remember Four Aces because we're going to circle around to that. Awesome. A little later too. I okay, sense a rabbit hole. There, another. Oh boy, I got I got a regular <laughs> rabbit Warren go here. He's so cool. Anyway, he he, uh, he was performing. He had all these great gigs, and he was working with um, Mama Thornton um, at a uh, at the City Auditorium in Houston, Texas. And they were backstage, and he was a little bit drunk, and he had this little thirty-two caliber pistol he liked to mess around with. And he said, "No, it's not loaded. Look, oh, boom, dang. and that's the end of Johnny Ace." Uh, anyway. Uh, he wrote this one particular song he wrote. It's called Pledging My Love. It's a beautiful tune. And it actually uh, hit the charts of the top 40 song posthumously, which made him the, the, the first act to reach the Billboard ch- pop charts only after his death. Oh, wow. Right? So anyway, there's all kinds of side stories about this. I could go down that rabbit hole, too. But let's just listen to this. Uh, this was recorded in 1955. It's uh, Pledging My Love by Johnny Ace. Forever, my darling, my love will be true.
keep loving to hold Making you happy is my desire to Keeping you is my goal I'll forever love you The rest of my days I'll never part from you Notice there's a lot of error in the recording because yeah. of the way these things were recorded at the time. Sure. So there you yeah. go, Johnny Ace, uh, gone too soon. Well, that was cool. Yeah, that's a great. So, oh, look what time it is. Yeah, I think we are out of time for this segment. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, tomorrow's moving day. It's always moving day. So we have to go out and police the grounds, pick uh, up the trash, uh, and uh, and it's my turn <sighs> to check that left rear inside <laughs> door. I, I, I'm not laughing. No, uh, I, know I know you're. I, I really not. I'm yeah, just... that was uh, a relief I heard in your voice. <laughs> well, all right then. Uh, okay, well, we'll go do that, and then we'll be right back here on Truckers Radio USA. And we're back. How was the tire? Three pounds. Three pounds. Yep. Okay. It's pretty predictable. It may be healing. No. I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> I, I wish you were right. <laughs> it's well, not getting worse. We can only wish. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't get worse, okay. we can handle it. All right, fine. Okay. Well, hey, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Plattsburgh, New York. Plattsburgh, New York. You yeah. know, I didn't realize how far north this thing was when we started driving up here. I mean... Yeah, we're near Canada, I We think. are... Listen, we are seriously north here. We're, we're basically on the northwestern shore of Lake Champlain. Okay. Okay. And um, the thing is, it was a the area. Uh, the previous inhabitants here before the French showed up uh, were the uh, Iroquois, the Western Abenaki, Mohican, and Mohawk people, who really thought they owned the place. You know. Yeah. Well, indigenous Americans. The I nerve. Guess. Yeah. The nerve. Uh, this guy named Champlain was the first ever recorded European that was sailed into the valley and later claimed the region as part of New France in 1609. All right. But listen, we're only about a 60-minute drive from Montreal. Okay. We're really close. And uh, Hey, uh, they never let us in, no, in case you're thinking about it. I don't think we're going to cross the border. <laughs> I don't know why. But I don't think Rosie just, would make the cut. I don't think Ro- they would like Rosie. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess not, but whatever. Anyway, it's a, it's a really favorite, um, a very much favorite uh, uh, vacation spot for the Canadians. Oh, okay. They like to come down. and But okay. you know what's funny about this town? I can't read a lot of the uh, the street signs because they're in French. See. See, see. We. 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 Whatever. We're not in Spain. We're, yeah. we're elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> but, so anyway, it's... We're it's certainly not in Kansas. No, we're certainly not in Kansas. Okay. It, it's a beautiful place, but boy... It was quite a drive getting up here. Yes, it was. Yeah, so anyway, uh, tomorrow we're taking off, and uh, here, here we go. That's right. Let's see. Where are we now? Well, people ask us. They say, Derriere's. Derriere's. Exactly why is it that you travel all across this country in that old RV and uh, stay in Shady Grove RV parks? Well, the uh, the more we travel, the more increasingly clear it gets. That's true. We have to stay on the road because yes. we can't stay anyplace very long. Yeah. That's well, right. And, and that's not bad, you know, because so. uh, unlike our uh, compadres here on Truckers Radio USA who have these things called 
ranches. Ranches, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we travel all the time. You know, we used to feel bad about it, you know, and say, well, gee, these guys have ranches and we don't have a ranch. Yeah, you know? but we were corrected on that one. Well, we were, uh, you know, uh, our pal Suzanne. Right. She said, hey, you've got the biggest ranch of all. You've got a ranch without fences. Exactly. It's the entire continental United States. Mm-hmm. And we travel that range in our RV called Rallin That's our girl. Rosie gets us there. Rosie gets us there. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Top off the oil and... Fill up the gas tank. And check that left left or inside inside duel. duel. That's it. I don't stand by the gas pump anymore and listen because it's just... You see those numbers rolling by? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Fortunately, there's always a little bit left over, some white bread and bologna and mayonnaise. That's all we need. That's all we need. Pretty much. That's it. All right. Let's see. Where were we? I, I can't remember what we're up to now here. It's back to me. Oh, Good. And I'm pretty sure that our buddy Jason recommended this guy, too. It's okay. uh, Jason's day on my uh, side of the desk here. Next time we get close to Kansas City, we ought to have him come in to Rosie with us and uh, sit around and talk about this. Hey, that'd be fun. Yeah, we could do that. So I, I think I recall him calling this guy's attention to me. The guy's name is Don Walser, and, uh, and he's a yodeler. Yeah, I'm, I'm heard of this guy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I, I try to make note when people uh, tell me about things, and I didn't on this one. But anyway, um, he was uh, an award-winning yodeling Texas country music legend. He was born in 1934, and um, he's kind of a... An interesting guy. Um, he, he performed locally, mm-hmm. and then as uh, as rock and roll began to gain popularity, he opted to stay in the Texas Panhandle, raise a family. He worked as a mechanic, and then later as an auditor for the National Guard, rather than move to Nashville huh. and pursue a, a career. So uh, as a result, he he became real popular locally, but you know not so much outside of te- uh, the Texas Panhandle. But anyway. Um, he he also maintained a catalog of old kind of obscure uh, uh, Western swing stuff and, and like, like it, records and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know Bob Wills, Eddie Arnold, and then he'd do them in his style oh, and, okay. and change them up a little bit, which is pretty cool. But um, he uh, in in uh, 1984 the guard transferred him to Austin. Uh, which is a big burgeoning, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. scene, right? Oh yeah. And uh, so he put together a band uh, called Pure Texas Band, and he opened for Johnny Cash in 1996. And in 1990, he was discovered by the talent scout T.J. McFarland. Okay, we've talked to him mm-hmm. about him, right? Mm-hmm. And it was immediately signed by Watermelon Records and re- released the album of Rolling Stone from Texas, which was produced by Ray Benson of Sweep of the Wheel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, his vocal abilities earned him the nickname the Pavarotti of the Plains. <laughs> so uh, he attracted fans from country music and alternate music and punk fans. His band later became the opening act for the, um, I don't think I can say it, but they were the <laughs> hole surfers. Yeah, you might remember <laughs> yeah. that, right? No, the beep <laughs> hole surfers, yes. Which is pretty funny, <laughs> I think. Like, it really is. But uh, I, I had a little trouble. His yodeling style is really cool and is very versatile. So I may come back and play another of his tunes later. But uh, I'm going with the uh, the title cut uh, from 1994, Don Wassler doing Rolling Stone from Texas. I 
There, man. <laughs> there he is, the Pavarotti of the Plains. Wow, he's really got it up there. Yeah, thanks, Jason, for that. That's a good one. Um, I oh, think it's my turn. It sure is. And um, do you remember a little while ago we were talking about um, this guy's favorite band was called the Four Aces? Yeah. Right? I mean, he was named after the Four Aces. Right. That's where he got Johnny Ace. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. The Four Aces were a real big deal back in the 50s especially right uh they uh this one guy al alberts he went to south philadelphia high school and temple university and he served in the united states navy and he met another guy um last name mahoney and then they started this thing going right so they played locally um in philadelphia area and uh, al wanted to start his own record label because they couldn't get anybody to pick up this recording that they made wow so he, he started his own record label and uh, they sold a million records. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just like that, right? That's the way to do it. If and you can. Uh, it was. And then Decca Records said, oh, okay, we'll hire you. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give you our label. Anyway, so these guys, they did a bunch of million selling songs. A Love is a Many Splendored Thing, and Three Coins in the Fountain, Stranger yeah. in Paradise, Tell Me Why, It's No Sin. I mean, the, a string of them. But I picked one. The one I picked is because I kind of associated it with you. Uh oh. Well, you did you did a solo thing years ago, and I think this is one of the songs you did on there. Uh, the Aces, the Four Aces, recorded it in 1951, and the song is called "Garden in the Rain." Oh yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, uh, Dan Hicks covered that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give it, give it a listen. Twas just a garden in the rain, close to a. Lake. 
touch of color needs skies of Blossoms raise their thirsty heads A perfume thank you they seem to say beautiful isn't it <laughs> it's great well yeah, the so, waveforms are like <laughs> fat exactly that. Yeah. yeah a little bit of history yeah. right there that's great okay roger we're back to you well in my uh, musical stumblings uh you I, do stumble a lot i did and, yeah. and and i came across uh it's a it's a project called the fast folk musical magazine which is originally known as the co-op and um, it, it was a combination magazine and record album published from February 82 to 1997. Um, and the reason I'm talking about it is I, I have very little on this guy that I, I'm going to uh, talk about. But it, was, uh, it, it acted as a songwriter-performer cooperative as, and was an outlong, uh, outlet for singer-songwriters to release their first recordings. Okay, sure. So it's a really po- cool project, and there's some neat stuff on there, but... I found a tune, and um, it, it was uh, it, it was recorded by a guy named Harry Waller, and I think I think this project was in the Chicago area, um, and uh, he recorded it um, in 1980 at Studio Media in Evanston, Illinois. Yeah, and all I could really find out about the guy is that he used to open a lot for Steve Goodman. That's it. So that's pretty good cred. Yeah, but. Uh, it's a great tune. He, he calls it the Chicago National Anthem, and it's called Cockroaches on Parade. <laughs> Cockroaches on Parade. 
that it's cold With winds outside They need a warmth New place to hide Inside your walls Under the floor The cabinet Behind your door They get a drink They get a drink Inside your sink Inside your sink They have a laugh They have a laugh Around the bath Around the bath And when you go And when you go And turn your back And turn your back They like to sneak They like to sneak A little snack A little snack Black flag decon indoor spray Cuba gears by the score Swap them, stamp them, hammer them with rage They come back for more And in the darkest hour Just before the dawn You can hear them singing Some old love song They wipe their feet They wipe their feet On your lunch meat On your lunch meat They put their hands They put their hands Into your cans Into your cans They take your scraps They take your scraps Into their laps Into their laps And then they dine And then they dine Upon your wine Upon your wine up to go on your big date and in your haste you left a lot of dirty forks and knives and plates and as you sit here listening to this stupid song on your kitchen table there's a party going on and when you get and when you get home late tonight home late tonight open the door open the door turn on your light turn on your light and you will see and you will see wallpaper chain wallpaper chain those are cockroaches on parade <laughs> we probably shouldn't be marching around inside of of Rosie like this. Yeah, I know. Where did you get that drum major epiton? In the hat. Yeah, in the hat. I, it's a, it was you had to kind of bend over yeah, so well, the plume wouldn't, you know. Bump on the roof, yeah. 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 Would you okay. like it? I mean, it was, a, I thought it was great. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, you know, I got to tell you something. I've been bothered lately. I mean, my, all this work on the camper and stuff, and yep. my, my hands are dry and, and, and cracked and all that kind of I've stuff. I've noticed that, uh, well, on you, of course, because your hands are cracked and dry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing anything. Uh, but, you know, uh, so I've been kind of doing some research yeah. again, and, and I found a, a hand lotion. I think it'll work, but I'm really kind of mesmerized by it. Yeah, why? Well, just listen. Okay. Hi, this is Dorothy Collins for True Shame. Makes your hands feel so wonderfully young. or the music, but it's kind of dreamy. All I can tell you, Roger, it takes a real man to show his softer side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully my hands will do that after hopefully. I use this. <laughs> yeah, we can only hope. Look out. We are, we are 
definitely backing up. We are backing up. You know, um, and that's what we do, of course. We we're, we back up. We back up. We're yeah. the dairyers. We are the dairyers. That's what we do. That's, that's our right. Job. We do. We yeah. Do. Yep. Absolutely. Well, this is the part of the um, show where we now just, uh, we just go, go straight to beg. Straight to beg. Yeah. yeah. Well, we would beg you to go to our website right. and, and check them out. The one for this show is thedairyers.com. And for as God is my witness, if yes. you don't put the the in there, you're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a tiny tiny word, but Don't if you forget it, feel. you will never forget it. Never again. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we speak from experience. <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. Uh, Leo has <laughs> oh, never no. forgot it a couple times. I, I was traumatized. He just couldn't believe it. I could, so yeah. I had to look again. You got to trust. You got to trust me when I tell scarred. you. Scarred. I am scarred. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that scars in good company. I'll tell you with you. Uh, so um, it, you know, if you uh, go there, um, you know, you will find a lot of. Content. content, yes, you will. Uh, and if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented. But there really is quite a bit of it, so you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just contact, contact us, and we'll set you right. Yeah. That's it. Uh, there are contact us tabs on both our websites. Of course, the one for the band is Three uh, Trails oh, West. Three Trails West. Yeah. I'm stuck in the yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's threetrailswest.com. Yeah. Uh, but you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine's Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D. Uh-huh. At thederriers.com. You know, um, if uh, the other thing you can do if, is if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing, wearing a leisure suit. suit. And if you want to know how it's done, check out the front page. Uh, our buddy Jim Farrell is supporting one nicely. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, of course, now you can listen to the show on Spotify. That's right. Just, just do a search for... Americana, Americana Roadshow, Road yep. yeah, and, and all uh, the episodes are there. Uh, all the all the past episodes, of course. Yes. So, um, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, go nowhere's without the derriers." Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you Mike. Mike. Well, Leo, I think we are back to you. There's this guy, really interesting fellow named James Houston Davis. Okay. Otherwise known as Jimmy Davis. All right. I wondered about that. That's the guy. I mean, he he was born uh, to. Uh, uh, sharecropping couple uh, in uh, Beach Springs, uh, which is uh, southeast of Quitman in Jackson Parish, North Carolina. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, uh, North Louisiana, boy. up in the northern part of the state. That's involved. It has a mouthful. How did you get there with all those directions? I don't know. Well, it's now a ghost town. Oh. It, does not, it doesn't even exist anymore. It's just like, oh, all these empty buildings and everything. But anyway, one thing funny about this guy is that he's not sure exactly when he was born. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. His family had they had 11 kids and they got them all mixed up. <laughs> and they, oh. he says, "Well, oh. uh, they tried, but they did the best they could." Were you in 47? Anything from 1899 to 1905? Okay. <laughs> they're just oh. they're all just right. not sure. But he was also no. So this guy's pretty interesting. Uh, he was elected for two consecutive non-consecutive for, uh, terms um, from 1944 to 48. And from 1960 to 64 as the governor of Louisiana. Wow. I mean, you know, this guy was a busy boy. Yeah. That's why I recognize the name. He, you, yeah. And you know what? They touched on him in the Oprah, Oh Brother movie. That's right. You okay. Know, they had a, a character in there. But listen, he was a, he was a uh, known for his popular country music. He had a kind of a slightly body side to him, too. He liked to record these, uh, these songs were maybe just a little off color. Okay. And so uh, what happened was... Uh, he like well some of the some of the tunes are like red nightgown blues 
you know, which uh, that's one I'm going to play today. Tom oh. Cat and Pussy Blues. Nice. Yeah, that's the and he had this black guy that he recorded a lot with uh, playing um, a slide guitar. His name was Buddy uh, Buddy Woods. But anyway, during now get a little of this. This is funny. During his first run for governor, opponents re- reprinted the lyrics from these songs that he was doing right. Okay. In order to undermine his campaign, and in one case. Anti-Davis forces played some records over an outdoor sound system. <laughs> They're trying to shame him, right? Uh-huh. Uh, only had to give up because the crowd started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Music wins every time. Music wins every time. Wow. But anyway, he, he's Grammy Hall of Fame guy. I mean, he's won a lot of awards and a pretty interesting fella. So let's just go uh, back to uh, 1932 uh, and his recording of Red Nightgown Blues. <laughs> We bought the license, went to see Parson Brown. Cohen couldn't wait and she throws me down. Says now, Parson, don't wait so long. Two more minutes and I'm going wrong. She's coming through town in a red nightgown. Somebody hit Corrine. With two headlocks and a sock in the jaw I said, Corrine, what's the matter now? Said, Papa, steady, don't take me too fast If you take me too fast, sweet mama can't last She's coming through town in a red nightgown Somebody hit Corrine Settle down, Corrine chased me round and round. Says now, Papa, don't you run. You my meet, you son of a gun. She's coming through town in a red nightgown. Somebody hit Corrine. She called in the neighbors to head me off. I made a high dive for the old hayloft. About daybreak, I must say, in the peanut hay, sweet mama straight. She's going through town in a red nightgown. Somebody hit Corrine. Never again will I settle down with the girl they call Corina Brown. She's coming through town in a red nightgown. Somebody hit Corina. That's fun. That's a fun song, man. Yeah. Great backstory. Yeah, but that's there, great. There you go. 
Oh, I see, Rogers. Back to you. You know what? Um, it's time for us to listen to another of our favorite musical genre by name, uh-huh. which is Boogaloo. Boogaloo. What kind of Boogaloo? <laughs> I got a Boogaloo oh, tune for us. Oh, man. Uh, this is a guy named uh, Johnny Cologne, um, and he was a leader of the Johnny Cologne Orchestra and founder of the East Harlem Music School. And uh, was a major contributor to the Boogaloo sound of the 60s. He was born in uh, New York City to parents of Puerto Rican heritage. And he wrote most of the songs uh, that they played. Uh, he sings, plays percussion, piano, and trombone. And um, his, debalu, his debut album... <laughs> the Debaloo, too. Debaloo but... <laughs> was, uh, was the Boogaloo Blues uh, from 1967. Uh, and it sold more than uh, three million copies. Good lord! You know, so uh, it, it was super popular. Uh, but I, I picked one off of uh, an album from 1971 called "Portrait of Johnny," and um, I like it because it really features his trombone playing. Okay. And so this is Johnny Cologne and his orchestra doing New York Mambo. Definitely boogaloo, and you know, hey, so you you went from the drum majorette hat to yeah. the Carmen Miranda yeah, hat. I know. Where do you keep those things? In the back. 
<laughs> That's why you never let me go back there. No, you can't go back there. It's your dressing room, your it, personal it, dressing it's room. It's in the back. Okay. Okay, just, just stay out of there. Okay, I was just curious. Okay, fine. And I won't be anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Okay, well, uh, it's your turn. This is a guy named uh, Steve Young, and he was a prolific songwriter. And actually, he had a hell of a career. Uh, one of the most notable songs that he ever wrote, though, uh, was uh, by performed by another band. It's mo- most famous version. Uh, the Eagles performed Severn Bridge- Bridges Road. Oh yeah. Okay, he wrote that. Oh wow. A- interesting guy. Um, he, uh, he he was part of the uh, country rock, Americana, and alternative country sounds. You know that developed along that time, and uh, that's good to support careers like Wendy Jennings. We talk about the Outlaw Movement quite a bit, actually. Uh-huh. I do at least, anyway. Yep. Uh, but um, he uh, he was born in uh, New Noonan, Georgia, and he grew up in Gadsden, Alabama, in the state of Texas. Moving, his family moved a lot. Okay, you know they were not they good jobs. His family did okay for themselves. But um, he uh, he he was in an accident and had a brain injury that he eventually cost him his life. But he was seventy three years old, and uh, in the meantime, he he had a hell of a career. He wrote songs for the done by a lot of different people. But anyway, I had never really, I don't think I was familiar with this, with this original recording that he did. It's very sparse. And of course, the Eagles did it all, all a cappella. Yeah, right. Uh, I just thought it was a really interesting version of it. So let's listen to Steve Young from 1969 doing Seven Bridges Road. There are stars in the southern sky Southward as you go There's moonlight and moss in the trees Down the seven
Yeah, but, well, yeah. first off, I assumed that the Eagles wrote it, right? Uh, which, of course, you shouldn't assume things. Um, and uh, boy, what a transition! No kidding. You know, from that to uh, what they did, because we're so everybody's so familiar with that Eagles. Version, yeah, sure. You know? I mean, it's so big and full yeah. and all that. Fully kind of stuff. orchestrated. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, hey, look at the time. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're done. <laughs> it's been a big, a big adventure. <laughs> boy, we've been bouncing all over the place this time, uh, <laughs> and, and the dancing. It, well, I thought oh, yeah. the dancing was particularly good today. But, well, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, I mean, the boogaloo dancing. The boogaloo I dancing. Mean, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with, with that. With a headdress, I mean, you know. I know. I you mean, can't wear that two head, all the time. Two headpieces two in different one head show. Pieces, yeah. Way to go, Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. There might be more around <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I want to know. Uh, you know what? Um, we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's true. <clears> we got to get the dart going and here. And let's see. Um, you threw the dart last week, so let's, uh, you need to get the map. Okay, I'll get the map. Okay. Just give me a second. Okay. Okay, we Probably got to store that someplace else. Why? Because your hats are getting in the way. My hats. I have every place to keep my hats. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Here it comes. All right. Be careful with it now. Uh, It's going on a delicate. um, It's kind of a mess, Roger. Yeah. We're just gonna. I mean, almost 200 times or 100 times that we've used this thing now. I know. Okay. There it is. Okay. That's as good as it gets. Now you got to get the dart. Uh, It's in spoon drawer two. Two, Yeah. And it. uh, Dig around there. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Get the circle. Okay, <clears throat> I'm ready. All right. One, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Okay. Oh. West and down. Listen. Yeah. Um, Is that o- Ohio? Ohio. Yeah. Hillsboro, Ohio. Hillsboro, okay. I know where Hillsboro, Kansas is. There's but, lots uh, of Hillsboro's, actually. There are, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, uh, okay, well, that'll be Why interesting. Why not? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okie dokie. All right, Leo. Well, thanks. This has been uh, an interesting journey. <laughs> it's been different, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. A lot we'll, of fun. We'll get out of town tomorrow and uh, see what uh, Hillsboro has to <laughs> hold for us. <laughs> All right. Well, till then, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Trucker's Radio. USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere. Derriere.